Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our show, Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And hey, we hope it's making a difference in your life and you're starting off this new year in a really empowered and inspired way and making changes where you need to and doing it with a little bit of acceptance and grace, which is going to certainly make the journey a lot easier. Well, here's something for your new year, and uh, that is a great deal from Powers of yeah, the website's powersofph.com. And now if you order their products, either the Power PH or the Urinary Tract Rescue, you can get 20% off by putting New Year uh, in the uh, coupon area at checkout. Just put New Year, small letters, uh, New Year at checkout at powersofph.com. And you've heard us talk about these products. These are something that we do every day. Made a huge difference. And, you know, we've been getting banged up a lot with the horses. You've heard us talk about the horses on the show that we've become involved with and all of that physical activity. Uh, Hey, we're not 20 anymore. And uh, we're able to do this. And when we really get overactive to recover from that kind of muscle soreness that you get, especially when doing activities you're not used to, because of the bio-PH, which is in both of those products. So check it out, powersofph.com. Put New Year in the coupon area and get 20% off. Also want to remind you, we have Dr. Devana Vadrion once a week with us. She does have a Facebook group and if you're interested in participating in that you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Devana's teachings and uh, just participate there and it's a great group to be participating with and i want to remind you once again on january 24th which is a thursday from 7 to 8 30 p.m our good friend guy finley is going to be in town he's going to be at east west bookshop talking about his book relationship magic and uh you know, more around relationships. He is a master teacher, a master spiritual teacher and healer. So uh, you're not going to want to miss that. And we will be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk, well, it's a new year and it's also time for some new thought, right? Well, believe it or not, new thought is not so new, but it's also not everything that's old is new again. Little confused? Well, fortunately, we have Mitch Horowitz here, author of The Miracle Club, to help you straighten this all out. And also, explain how our thoughts become reality. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of, people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others, people that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time. That listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Mitch Horowitz. He is a Penn Award-winning historian, a longtime publishing executive, and a leading New Thought commentator with bylines in the New York Times, Time, Politico, Salon, and the Wall Street Journal, and media appearances, well, all over the major networks. So we read his book called The Miracle Club, How Thoughts Become Reality, Obviously, this connects with what we've been talking about for now 18 years. Uh, Mitch, welcome to Conscious Talk. 
Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Mitch, what is the Miracle Club? That's a very interesting title, and how did you come to that title? The Miracle Club is my uh, tribute and uh, a signal of the inspiration I've taken from a group of my heroes. They were a little uh, salon of occult seekers here in Manhattan, where I live, Mm -hmm. who got together on the west side of town in the year 1875 and formed a little group called the Miracle Club. Mm. And the intention of the Miracle Club was to explore all kinds of esoteric and occult questions from the powers of the mind to mediumship and channeling to seances, ESP. And they stayed together for only a very short time. But this little group uh, went on to form the nucleus of a much larger and more influential organization called the Theosophical Society, which really ignited the entire revolution in alternative spirituality that swept the globe and is still being felt today. Mm -hmm. Now, this earlier group, the Miracle Club, uh, was a rather informal group. Uh, They had no uh, doctrine, dogma, or membership rules. Uh, Their one principle uh, boiled down to a single word, try, try. That was it. They just Mm. wanted to experiment. They wanted to ask the question, what is out there? And in the book, I wanted to revive the original spirit of the Miracle Club uh, and provide people with exercises and ideas that they could use themselves within the privacy of their own lives to test the potentials and the causative abilities of the mind. And I wanted to inherit and invite other people to inherit the spirit of simple exploration and experimentation that animated the original Miracle Club. Those people were my heroes. So the book is my homage to them, but it's also a very practical guide that asks people to revive that sense of experimentation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and so well-timed, Mitch, because I I have to tell you, in in the 18 years that we've been doing this show, and we get submissions, uh, oh, five or six books a day, and that's gone on forever. Uh, but so many of them are referring back to the past, like your book, so uh, that there was a much more active uh, community involved in new thought, etc. So do you think we've been stagnating, or is, the, is it just what's old is new as things go in cycles? Well, to some degree, new thought has been stagnating. New thought, um, which really is the philosophy that thoughts are causative, that your mind is a creative agency, that it has extra physical properties. New thought, which is the philosophy that really is at the heart and center of my life, has been incredibly successful at creating a popular literature and popular expressions, books that everybody knows, ranging from Mm -hmm. the power of positive thinking to think and grow rich to the secret, phrases like the law of attraction. And yet it's been so successful at popularizing its expression I think it has also, over the past several decades, failed to really grow intellectually, failed to mature in its language, failed to expand its horizons and ambitions. One of the things that I attempt to do in the book is arrive at a theory of why all this positive thinking works, if it does at all. My contention is that it does. My contention is that thoughts are causative and that your mind possesses extra physical forces and agencies that really contribute to what happens to you in day-to-day life beyond cognition and and motor function. And the question is why? The question is why? And I feel that we can't dodge questions like that. It's not sufficient just to speak in metaphor or in figurative terms about the mind as a, a channel of divine power. It may well be that, but I felt we needed to get to a place where new thought is participating, really participating, in the discussions around quantum theory and serious psychical research and neuroplasticity and the placebo response, because many of these things were actually foreseen by the pioneers of new thought. And yet, I think the movement itself, its writers, its seekers, its churches, haven't really kept pace with all the things that the movement that we belong to help to pioneer and help to foresee. Mm. So, you know, my wish is that the book updates and matures some of the language, 
some of the outlook, and also deals with some of the unaddressed and difficult questions that New Thought, I don't think, has ever really wrestled with. New Thought has never come up with a theology of suffering, for example. We live in an age today where there are very serious end-of-life issues, for example, where we witness people living for long periods of time with chronic diseases or chronic discomfort. Of course, we mm-hmm. witness people who experience terminal diseases. We all experience physical decline. That in itself tells us that we don't experience and there's no verification that all of life is subject to one mental super law. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there would be exceptions to mortality. So my contention is we can't run away anymore from things like end-of-life issues or addictions that take lives or monsoons, wildfires, civil wars by simply saying, well, the thought vibrations of the individual involved are operating on the same frequency as the events. That's part of the past. That's not sufficient today in the here and now. Mm. My contention is that we live under a complex of laws and forces. It may well be that the mind is the ultimate arbiter of reality, and I take that very, very seriously. But the framework in which we occupy necessitates that we experience multiple laws and forces, of which the mind is one. And that's extraordinary enough if we recognize that the mind has extra physical properties, if we recognize that the mind is an instrument of causation, then we are never without resources. We are never without tools. But at the same time, New Thought also has to be able to respond to people who are experiencing chronic suffering and have a message for them, too, that goes beyond, in essence, in essence, well, you're not doing it right. It has to (laughs) be more than that. And that point of view can be hung on to for a few years, but when the individual is buffeted by life's complexities, those few years of certainty are very often are challenged and are ended. But we need a new thought that can stand up in, I think, a more muscular way to all the complexities of life so mm. that a suffering person is never told, let's try that meditation one more time, let's try that affirmation one more time. It may be that the difficulties facing that person are overwhelming mm-hmm. and are in fact not mm-hmm. going to go away. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, it, it may be terminal. Yeah. Right. We have to be able to address that. Right. Yeah. And as we've been pointing out for many years and, and what, what we've seen in the area of new thought is the approach to looking at the larger consciousness that, um, that there is an interconnectivity going on so that there isn't always a uh, you know, a, a, a one-stop shopping uh, That's right. a, a, a approach to anything that, that right. you know, it, it's a much larger thing. Well, and what we seem to skip over, uh, Mitch, is this, you know, accepting what is. Like you were talking mm-hmm. about people that have maybe a terminal disease. Yes. And, of course, we want them to live and not suffer. But we cannot help in the healing process, and how, and healing could mean they're going to transition from this body to their next experience. But yeah. we, but until we accept what is about that situation, we cannot contribute any healing, real healing energy to it. I agree. Yeah, I very because much agree. we stand in judgment of it, or we condemn it, or we are angry about it, or why is this happening? And then we go to blaming God or the doctors or whatever the situation may be, instead of being at peace with what is, and the healing salve could be helping that person transition in peace. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, one of the things hold I that, hold that thought, Mitch. Is that hold that there thought, Mitch. Hold that sorry, thought. Go ahead. Hold that thought because we are going to run off to a break, and I don't want you to get into this because I know we want to hear it. We're with Mitch Horowitz. The book is The Miracle Club. We'll be right back.
You buy organic, you wash your veggies, you try to avoid processed foods, you even use natural plant-based pesticides, but still worried about exposure to toxins? Every day, your liver is hard at work detoxifying your body from such present-day health risks as environmental toxins, unhealthy food and beverages, and medications we take. How can you help your liver? For starters, increase your glutathione levels. Glutathione is the body's primary antioxidant and helps your liver detoxify. As we age, glutathione levels go down, making us all vulnerable to a buildup of toxins. RegActive Detox and Liver Health helps rev up glutathione levels, assisting and supporting your liver to naturally cleanse and detoxify. Backed by over 20 years of published research, RegActive contains ME3, a patented probiotic proven to stimulate our body's own production of glutathione to help your liver maximize its detoxification process. Support your healthy liver today. Be proactive. Choose RegActive. RegActive Detox and Liver Health is available online. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients. Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Rinse. Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstores, supermarkets, and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com. If you're on a journey from head to heart, then you're listening to Conscious Talk. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided, meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures. And in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of energetic balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of energetic balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. And we're back, and you are listening to Conscious Talk. It is radio that makes a difference, and today we're making a difference by exploring, um, you know, another wonderful book. You know, we have so many, and we meet so many people that are really opening up our eyes to other possibilities. And that's what Conscious Talk has been about all these years. And we're talking with Mitch Horowitz. We're talking about his book, The Miracle Club, How Thoughts Become Reality. You can find out about Mitch and his work by going to MitchHorowitz.com. I'm Rob Spears. And I'm Brenda Michaels. And Mitch, we ended the last segment and I brought up this fact that where we sit most of the time is in resistance, basically, to what is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with new thought, 
we have to expand that new thought into that place of acceptance before I believe even more new thoughts can arise and we can be an instrument of service here instead of one that is always fighting against what is. Yes, yes. And accepting what is doesn't mean excluding or writing off the possibility of the miraculous. Mm -hmm. And I define a miracle very simply as a fortuitous departure from all expected circumstances. Right. And in that vein, miracles do occur today. And I write very carefully in the book about the medical situations that we've been describing and that you and I and we all have been talking about mm -hmm. here. Now, even if someone accepts what is, that doesn't mean that new thought methods and metaphysical methods cannot offer extraordinary possibilities when a person is struggling with health, to cite one example. Mm -hmm. In the book, and I, I, I tread very carefully on this ground because it's vitally important to me to be very realistic about this, never to give false hope to anybody, but never to exclude possibilities or questions, legitimate questions either. In the book, I write about the work of an Australian psychiatrist named Ainsley Mears, who in the 70s and 80s worked with uh, terminally ill cancer patients who had discontinued or refused conventional treatment mm -hmm. and who were expected to um, experience a demise from their disease. These were cases that had been classified by Mears and others as terminal, and the subjects themselves were no longer receiving medical treatment. He discovered that in the case of his subjects, if they engaged in intensive meditation, by which he meant at least three hours a day, there was a 10% chance of spontaneous remission, either total remission or uh, substantial remission that added many years to the person's lifespan beyond what was expected. There are, in fact, about 15 cases in the standard medical literature every year here in the U.S. of spontaneous remission of cancer. It is a tiny fraction of reported cases, but several cases of spontaneous remission themselves probably go unreported. And I am not trying to suggest that these are cases of mind metaphysics fostering a cure. We don't know what fosters the cure. Right. Physicians have said it could be any number of cases, but one thing that has to be looked at, and I ardently agree, is the possibility of meditation and psychological factors. Mm -hmm. And Mears is important to me because he is one of the very, very few researchers into spontaneous regression who published his findings in standard juried medical literature, like The mm -hmm. Lancet and related mm -hmm. publications. Mm -hmm. And in fact, his work is uh, among the uh, few pieces of research into spontaneous regression that are cited in the mainstream literature because of his impeccable record keeping. And I can't emphasize that enough. Mm -hmm. Hearsay, anecdotes and such are not sufficient when you're dealing with end-of-life issues. People really need to be able to rely upon things that have been documented impeccably. And uh, Mears documented his findings impeccably, and mm -hmm. they were extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And he did find a correlation between intensive meditation and regression. And that presents us with a question, a question that is so precious and valuable. We mustn't rush to answer it. We have to keep studying. We have to keep considering. But such cases, uh, in terms of the events themselves, leaving aside the question of how they occurred, are extraordinary and miraculous in nature. Mm -hmm. And we have to remain cognizant of that. We have to walk a fine line, not engaging in speculation, not engaging in false hope, but not ignoring the extraordinary either. Mm -hmm. We mustn't ignore the extraordinary. Mm -hmm. These things occur, and they have to be examined as questions. And this is among what I do in the Miracle Club as well. Right, yeah. and, and I just want to add to that, that and, and, I, and I agree with you about accepting what is doesn't mean you accept that you exclude possibilities. But I feel when we're in that state of acceptance, 
what we've allowed then, what we're allowing is that flow of energy through yes. us. When well, we're in resistance, we're blocking that healing energy. Yes. And, and so when we accept what is, we accept what is with grace and faith and just allow that healing energy to come forward and work with that energy because that energy is in that field of possibility. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. You, you know, and also look, new thought sometimes means just stepping outside, opening up to a different consciousness, a different yes. way of approaching things. And sometimes that just means stop doing whatever you've been doing because yeah, that's really wonderfully put. Yeah, yes. because that put you in this situation. Uh, you know, we have all these sayings out there. Uh, you know, everybody's heard the definition of insanity, you know, uh, yeah. but but when it comes to and this was actually my experience in healing from cancer, probably the the, the thing. I, I can't say it was the thing that led to my um, healing was being thrown out of the conventional uh, system. They said, there isn't anything we can do for you. Mm -hmm. Go home and die. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that opened up my possibilities, mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, opened up a different field because I said, okay, well, <laughs> they have no answer. So if there is an answer, it isn't in their realm. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't realize at the time that, you know, my most naive thought was, hey, I could have created this whole situation. Maybe I can uncreate it mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. having any knowledge of how to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. I wouldn't call that a spontaneous uh, uh, healing because I then took measures that I think actually were at least fit into my circumstances detoxification, nutrition, et cetera, things that were outside of the realm. So often it's just the, the unknown is just the undiscovered. Yes, yes. A shift in perspective can be absolutely profound. In many mm -hmm. ways, mm -hmm. the whole birth of new thought really rests on that observation that a, a shift in perspective can bring changes to outer circumstance that are completely unexpected. Um, the the healer Phineas Quimby made that observation in the 1830s. Uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson made that observation mm -hmm. in his essays. He was probably the first person to use the phrase new thought, and he talked about new thought, new ideas, as bringing un, un, unconsidered possibilities into the life of an individual. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. One of the things that I write in the book as I'm trying to surmise a theory of why new thought works is that we may be selecting all the time, not so much manifesting, but selecting from and among an infinitude of possibilities from our perspective, from our expectations, from our emotionalized thoughts. We know today that time really cannot be considered linear. Time is mm -hmm. relative. Right. Einstein's theories have been proven. We know for a fact that time is relative when you travel at or near light speeds, we know that subatomic particles occupy an infinitude of spaces until a measurement is taken and localizes a particle from a, from a wave state into a concrete, measurable uh, place. Uh, we know from psych serious psychical research, we have about 80 years of data demonstrating precognition, demonstrating anomalous transfers of information. So we know and we can no longer avoid the contention that... Uh, life doesn't behave according to the rules that we've been living under, <laughs> yeah. basically. And, and actually, yeah. we're laughing because when, you know, it's when you really look at it from what you just said, Mitch, it's almost comical that we insist that life be a certain way when yeah. it is not that way at all. And yet we yeah. continue to insist that it is. Yeah, or as we say on a daily basis, well, we're just making it up as we go along. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, linearity, <laughs> the, the idea that, you know, we live within this paradigm of past, present, future, it may very well be a very powerful, very necessary illusion mm -hmm. that helps us in our ordinary five sensory state get through the day, make plans. But we've seen enough, you know, apropos of some of the fields I was just mentioning, as well as others, to assert that materialism and linearity just don't cover the basis of life. They simply right don't on. cover all the bases. They're not workable ideas anymore. 
they certainly do explain what's happening with me on Monday morning standing online at Starbucks. I mean, my five-century <laughs> existence, as it's ordinarily conducted, is quite limited, and linearity and, and, and singularity of objects, localization of objects, is very necessary to me the vast majority of the time. Right. But we have demonstrated proof that it simply doesn't cover all the bases. So absolutely. it is possible well, well, hold that, thought. that a shift hold in the perspective possible. is more than psychological. Right, yeah. absolutely. And, and we're here with Mitch Horowitz. The book is Miracle Club. We'll be right back. As we age, it's important to keep moving, but it doesn't have to hurt. You know, sometimes pain is inevitable, but suffering can be optional. In addition to healthier eating habits and staying active, I've discovered a powerful new formula to help provide nutritional support for healthy inflammation response. Kyolic Curcumin from our friends at Kyolic. Kyolic Curcumin is a synergistic combination of the antioxidant properties of odorless aged garlic extract, along with a proprietary Mariva turmeric complex made from a unique blend of curcumin and phosphatidylcholine to help maximize absorption. I take Kyolic Curcumin every day to provide natural support for healthy inflammation response, joint and muscle health, cardiovascular benefit, colon and liver function, as well as other nutritional benefits. So take the first step with Kyolic Curcumin. The rest is easy. Kyolic Curcumin is available at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, GNC, and fine health food stores everywhere. For more information, visit kyolic.com. The latest trend to hit the store shelves has the whole country buzzing. Cannabidiol, or CBD, might just be the greatest discovery of our generation. And it comes from a plant that is not so new, agricultural hemp. Yes, after 70 years of prohibition and misunderstanding, hemp is back to help you stay healthy and balanced. Growing research is showing that we have a lot to learn from the remarkable hemp plant. Nutrient-rich products like Plus CBD Oil's Total Plant Complex Concentrated Products provide broad-spectrum nutrition, including fatty acids, plant sterols, cannabinoids, terpenes, and naturally occurring vitamin E. From seed to shelf, all Plus CBD Oil products provide the highest quality hemp-derived CBD products available and are offered in a variety of delivery systems and flavors to suit your needs. Ask your local independent health food store about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today and learn more about about the CBD evolution at pluscbdoil.com. That's pluscbdoil.com. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's insignificant. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power pH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how Power pH relieves soreness the next day, so you'll feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. Power pH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If Power pH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA. BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, Power pH reduced body acid 53% on average while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference Power pH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back, folks. You are listening to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference, and we're very happy that you're joining us. If you are just joining us, our very special guest today is Mitch Horowitz. The book is The Miracle Club, How Thoughts Become Reality, and we're having a great conversation with Mitch about this whole subject of linear time and, and, you know, when we're, you know, our thoughts, are we really um, thinking with, it, going along with, I, I want to say, Mitch, are we going along with what is instead of trying to make things the way we want them, etc. cetera. And um, Rob wanted to bring up visualization and how that fits into this new thought paradigm. Yes. Visualization is obviously a key exercise in new thought, and I prescribe using it actually in the few moments before we drift off to sleep at night. Mm. Uh, As I write about in the book, that's a period of time that sleep researchers and psychical researchers call the hypnagogic state. It's this natural meditative state that all of us enter into in just those few relaxed moments before we drift off. And it's, it's been demonstrated to be prime time, so to speak, not only for episodes of ESP and telepathy as recorded in laboratory conditions, but also it's prime time for reprogramming our psyches, for reprogramming our subconscious. The reason for this is that our rational defenses are down. It's a period of time in which we experience a a, a semi-dreamlike state, a hallucinatory state, and yet we retain control over our awareness, our attention, our cognition. It's very, very unusual. It's there's no other period of time like it other than the uh, moments before we drift to sleep and the moments when we come to wakefulness in the morning. And this state, this hypnagogic state, can be used. It's a wonderful, wonderful time to use visualizations, affirmations, prayers. It's a period of time in which the psyche or the subconscious is that it's most flexible, it's most supple, it's most permeable. And we can, in effect, reprogram ourselves in certain ways and something more, and something more. There's a mystery about this period of time that psychical researchers have been working with because, as I referenced, it's prime time for psychical or ESP incidents which have been recorded in lab settings where people are induced into a a comfortable or relaxed state of hypnagogia. I literally never go to sleep at night, literally never, without using those few moments or few minutes to visualize and to affirm. It's a very, it can become a very important part of your daily practice, and it's, it's all but effortless. Yes, it is. And, and, and one of the things that I love about what you just said is it's a very simple practice. It's very easy. And, uh, you know, even if you're not visualizing, it, it, let me ask this, Mitch, and then we, we only have a few minutes to answer it. If you're not visualizing, but you're in prayer, you're in surrendered, you're in your heart, you're in prayer. That can make a difference as well, correct? Without question, without question. If you feel a passionate desire for something, I believe that prayer, visualization, affirmation, self-suggestion, they're all drawing upon the mind as a a medium or a channel of something extra physical. Mm -hmm. They're all greatly valuable. There are shades of difference among them, but if you're feeling passionate and there's a dedication all these things are tremendously effective means of harnessing the abilities of the mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just wanted to interject something. That period of time uh, for those in the healing arts, mm. that is a wonderful time for non-locality work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and yes. that's something that I do as a practice every night. And uh, Brenda can attest to this because what I do is I set that time aside and I have a little list of people that I'm working on and animals or whatever. But that's, (laughs) but, but, uh, you know, on certain clients that, uh, you know, I will set that time apart. And um, the reports I get back the next morning are are, very affirming. Yeah. Very affirming. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. And that, that really comports with things that have been found in psychical research where the hypnagogic state is prime time, so to speak, for incidents of telepathy. I, mm-hmm. I think that's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's the value of this book, um, you know, and, and we love that in the shift in time, people are coming back. It isn't just 
what's old is new. What's new mm-hmm. is new. And, and there are new ways of, uh, and new avenues of consciousness on the planet to be discovered and to experience. But here it is, The Miracle Club. That's the book, How Thoughts Become Reality. We're here with Mitch Horowitz. We'll be back for one more segment after these messages. Millions just like you suffer from urinary conditions like overactive bladder, urgency, frequency, and infection. You want to avoid antibiotics and go natural, but you just can't drink the amount of cranberry needed to move the problem on. Urinary Tract Rescue with BioPH is the perfect solution. This formula combines the concentrated phytochemicals of cranberry with BioPH, a highly alkalizing ingredient. Urinary Tract Rescue repels urinary infections in two ways. The concentrated phytochemicals in the cranberry help prevent bacteria from cleaning the tissue, while BioPH increases the bioavailability of cranberry and reduces the acid level in urine that irritates the tissue and allows for infection in the first place. Stop suffering. Rescue yourself with Urinary Tract Rescue. You'll find Urinary Tract Rescue at Vitamin Life in Redmond or online at vitaminlife.com. For more information, go to powersofph.com. You're listening to Conscious Talk, where meditation is our medication. Got indigestion, gas, bloating? Your symptoms could be caused by an imbalance of the good versus bad bacteria in your intestinal tract. Stress, fast food, x-rays, antibiotics, they are all a part of modern life. They can decrease your good intestinal bacteria, leading to a rise of bad bacteria and then digestive distress. Make 2019 the year you tackle your digestive concerns head-on. Rebuild your good intestinal bacteria with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, a worldwide leader in probiotic health for over 30 years. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's will help improve your digestive well-being. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics will help you feel better. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Get your digestion under control today. You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. And yes, you are back. You're listening to Conscious Talk, and uh, so glad to have you on board. Hey, I just want to remind you, um, our guest today has a website. It's MitchHorowitz.com, and every guest has a guest page on the ConsciousTalk.net website. So um, check out that information there. If you're in your car, you're on your way to work, don't worry about writing it down now. Just go to ConsciousTalk.net put their name in the search engine and you'll find their page. I'm Rob Spears. And I'm Brenda Michaels. And we are here with our special guest, Mitch Horowitz. And the book is The Miracle Club. And Mitch, you write about in in your book, you do write about affirming and visualizing and meditating and praying. And I just want to get back to visualization for a moment and Mm -hmm. talking about that period when you're just about ready to fall asleep and maybe when you just wake up in the morning are really powerful times to visualize. A lot of uh, people have come out and written about visualization and they say that it's most effective if you're putting feeling behind it. Um, Is that that what you're saying here, that you have to be feeling what you are visualizing? Absolutely. And I think uh, sometimes in New Thought we're too quick to conflate thought with feeling or or emotion and of course the two are very different uh we have an intellect we have emotions we have a physical self and very often these things are all going off on their own and it's very important to understand that the emotions themselves are just enormously powerful Mm -hmm. and more so than thought uh i mean how many times do we make a resolution say to not get angry or you know something of that nature but emotion is running off on its own doing what it wants to do the same is true of appetites and addictions if something is kind of a physical compulsion or automatism so it's critically important that we we almost have to become actors in a certain sense we're almost like method actors in a way where you know in method acting people will recite an internal monologue or conduct, concoct uh, a visual uh, scene or drama in their minds before stepping into the role of their character. And, 
you know, the truth is when we're using visualizations or affirmations, we're doing something very much like that. We need to become theatrical. We have to get the emotions on our side. It's, it's really emotionalized thoughts mm-hmm. that seem to make the difference. That's what makes the difference in our perspective, our sense of, of expectancy. And yeah. there are times, frankly, where it's very, very difficult to get the emotions on your side. And mm-hmm. when you're experiencing such times, my counsel, seeker to seeker, is just take a break. You know, don't, don't force it. Right. Because pitting your emotions, pitting your thoughts against your emotions is like pitting steam power against nuclear power. Nuclear is going to win mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be in the right frame, I think, to get your emotions on your side. It, it, can't, it can't be forced. It can be cultivated but it can't be forced. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's interesting because one of the things that we talked about, and, and you really just you know hit on it uh, in this last discussion, is that we ultimately are living a false reality of all of those expectations and things that we've been taught by parents, mentors, etc., that we accept as real. So mm-hmm. bringing new thought in is, is, uh, is often difficult. You know, that's kind of the downside. You know, we're living everybody else's reality or an amalgamation of that. Um, Mm -hmm. The upside of that is what you just laid out is that, okay, so if that's what's happening and that's how we operate, we can also create a, you know, a quote, false reality to lead to a different reality. That's what method acting does. Yes, and my hero, my favorite person in the New Thought pantheon is the teacher Neville Goddard, who I write about quite a bit in the book. And Mm -hmm. Neville used to say that an assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. Mm -hmm. And I always loved Neville's way of putting it. He felt like this was a, a kind of New Thought to him was a kind of purposeful and virtuous and defensible use of falsehood, an assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. He would always use very plain language, and I appreciated that about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, and it, neuroplasticity has proved that to be true. It, it, is this, is this and mit- our culture can't come to grips with the implications of neuroplasticity. Yeah, I know. Right. No one challenges yeah. the data, but the implications uh, challenge materialism. Yes. Right. It's difficult yeah. to come to terms with it. It's no different than um, hearing the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, It is. Even though it's not true, it's not a fact, but we're hearing it as a fact, people begin to believe it. And and then what happens when we begin to believe it, we build a story around it and we put our belief in those stories and suddenly... It is, it's our reality, even though it is a false reality. Yes, it becomes real. The placebo effect, mm-hmm. one could say, you know, we used to regard the placebo effect as an act of benevolent deception, although recently researchers at Harvard Medical School have conducted an honest placebo study and have demonstrated that deception actually doesn't need to be part of the placebo effect. The, the question is, what triggers hopeful expectancy? If people have reason to believe that a possibility is valid. Mm-hmm. It, it, it triggers some sort of expectancy, which is the basis of the placebo effect. So the question of new thought, almost the royal question of new thought, has been how to foster belief, mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. trigger uh, expectancy of a mm-hmm. desired event. And people have wrestled with this. I think that's, that's why the hypnagogic state has proven so fruitful as an area of experimentation. That's why... Having the spirit of a thespian can be very important. Believability is everything, mm. and that seems to be the trigger that is at the heart of every form of mind-body medicine that we know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, we often hear this idea of, uh, or this concept of co-creation, yeah. uh, and, and that is all mixed in here. That's that possibility even though we don't know the, necessarily the whys and always the hows, but that we are co-creating with some kind of consciousness, something out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's important to watch for those moods, those supple moods where our emotions are on our side and we can mentally picture, um, visualize a scene, insert ourselves into a scene and and our emotions are there with us. That can be a very powerful state. Mm-hmm. And I would ask people to watch for those times of day when you're in that state. And if it's at all possible, if it's at all possible, uh, take that time with you to a private place and 
picture, a firm, use those periods of time. Mm -hmm. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, Mitch, and I just wanted to bring up chanting. Um, It it was surprising what you wrote about chanting and and that you felt it was important. So why chanting and what is the value of that for us? Well, the Nichiren Buddhist uh, movement uh, uses a a chant, Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, which Mm -hmm. is the first line of the Lotus Sutra. It means I align my, roughly speaking, it means I align myself to the uh, mystical law of cause and effect, mm-hmm. Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And a friend of mine, who I write about in the book, who was experiencing bipolar disorder, along with traditional medical treatment and pharmaceuticals, used this chant, Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, and it was absolutely revolutionary for her, absolutely mm-hmm. revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to include that. Uh, it's 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 a method that goes back to the 11th century to a, a Japanese Buddhist movement, Nichiren Buddhism, and I wanted to include that among the various tools uh, that we use in the New Thought lexicon. Uh, there are other mantras and other such chanting practices, but I always want us to uh, I- include the greatest number possible uh, uh, of tools, mm-hmm. and this was something that had helped my friend a great deal in her recovery from mm-hmm, bipolar mm-hmm. or her management of bipolar. And and the movie, and if I can remember the name of it, Love, um, oh, gosh. Love Actually? No, no. Uh, this was the the uh, black singer. She's old. She's in her 70s now, but she was very... Oh, you're speaking of uh, Tina Turner. Yeah, Tina Turner. She yeah. started chanting, and that changed, you know, according to what she said, that changed her life. It was a catalyst in her life. Yes. It got her out of an abusive relationship. And she's a, a, a very deep and, and um, uh, powerful uh, advocate of mm-hmm. that practice. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I think it goes back to something that you said in the first segment when you were describing the Miracle Club. And, mm-hmm. and that is essentially, um, folks, you may want to adapt the attitude of being an experimentalist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. to, to yes. because you, you're not sure. We're not sure there, there are no black and white rules. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Well, Mitch, we want to thank you so much for writing another great book and um, and Pleasure. for your con- contribution to all of us because we certainly appreciate it. And folks, we really appreciate you joining us every day. Living a more empowered, awakened life is why we're here, and uh, hopefully that's helping. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. This is Conscious Talk, where zero point is the point of it all. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.